The talk you're about to hear is by Zen teacher Sensei Amala Wrightson. Today is the 4th of April 2023 and uh, we're going to take up a koan from the Muon Khan tonight, Tozan and Three Pounds of Flax. Um, this koan also appears in the Higigan Roku number 12. And um, we'll just start off with the, the whole thing, the case and the commentary in verse. Tozand and three pounds of flax. The case, very short one. A monk asked Tozan, what is Buddha? Tozan said, three pounds of flax. In the commentary from Mumon. Old Tozan attained the poor Zen of a clam. He opened two halves of the shell and exposed the liver and intestines. But though this may be so, tell me, where do you see Tozan? And then the verse. Three pounds of flax, it is thrust forth. The words are intimate, even more so is the mind. Whatever, whoever argues right and wrong is enslaved by right and wrong. Whoever argues right and wrong is enslaved by right and wrong. So first of all, a little bit about this um, Tozan. And this is not um, a Tozan that we're more familiar with, Tozan Ryokai, or Dongshan Yangjie in Chinese, but rather another Dongshan or Tozan, Jun Dongshan Shouchu in the Chinese. He was a... a disciple of Umon, the great Umon. And just a little bit little bit about him. So this this Tozan was born in, in uh, 910, so at the end of the Tang, in the province of Shenxi in northern China, 
um, and he traveled a vast distance from there down to Guangtung to study under Ummon. And um, Sekida adds, he must have been, must have experienced indescribable hardships, for there was no method of travel other than by foot. Although a Chinese adage of the time declared, blessed are the thousand days at home, cursed is one day of traveling, it was a characteristic of Zen monks that they roamed the length and breadth of China seeking masters under whom they could study. And there are, there are certainly lots of stories about the enormous journeys that the monks made in order to seek out the truth. Really, probably quite unimaginable hardships. All kinds of weather, all kinds of terrain, sleeping outside, most likely, some, at least some of the time. And this, this toes, a particular tozen, was one of those. It's a little bit more on this tozen, not a great deal, uh, but some more in uh, Andy Ferguson's Zen's Chinese heritage. And there is um, Tony Fer uh, Andy Ferguson gives a uh, uh, an account of um, Tozan's awakening under Umon, and he uses he uses the Chinese names here, so um, Yun Men and uh, the second part of of Tozan's Chinese name Shouzhu. So Yunman asks Shoshu, where did you come from? Always a, a, a leading question in Zen. He's wanting more than just, just the facts here. He wants to send, get a sense of this um, disciple, this pilgrim's spirit, this, where he's coming from. Shoshu replied, from Chadu. Yunmen said, where did you spend the summer? Shouchu said, at Baochi Temple in Hunan. Yunmen then asked, when did you leave there? The 25th day of the 8th month. And so these, these ongoing questions to give this pilgrim a chance to, to um, show where his, where his metal. But, but Yunmen then says, I spare you three blows of the staff. In some, in some versions, it's 30 blows of the staff. So um, a strong, um, it seems, um, dressing down from your men. The next day, Shoju inquired to Yunman about the previous day's conversation. He said, yesterday the master said he would spare me three blows of the staff. I don't know what mistake I committed. And given to understand in this story that, that he, he struggled all through the night. This was not an idle question, but coming from deep inside him, I don't know what mistake I committed. And we can look at his answers and see that they were, they were straightforward. 
he wasn't posturing or lying or anything, he was just giving, giving straight answers. And then Yunmen says, rice bag, will you go on like this throughout Jiangxi and Hunan? And at these words, Shouchu experienced great enlightenment. Very much what, what had been going on all through the night was a factor in, in this. The student was ready for these words, rice bag, to cut through him. After this experience, this opening, Shuja, and this doesn't appear in the, in the koan, but it's, it's, it's part of the mondo which, from which the koan is taken, Shuja then said, From this time forward I forsake any abode. I'll store not a grain of rice, nor plant even a stalk of vegetable. Receiving what comes from the ten directions, I'll use it to pull out nails and draw out wedges. To, uh, to pull out nails and draw out ridges, wedges is a way of saying, um, awakening people, liberating people. In other words, helping them to remove their obstacles, nails and wedges. Taking off the greasy hat and the smelly shirt, I'll, put, I'll spread the teaching freely. I'm guessing the, the greasy hat and the smelly shirt are um, greasy hat, maybe his all his opinions and cherished beliefs, and um, the smelly shirt, perhaps you could say habits, um, unhelpful habits. It is not... Is it not joyous to be a monk unconcerned with the world's affairs? And Yuman then comments on this, your body's as big as a palm tree, your mouth wide like a tiger's. Shouju then bowed. So certainly this is, this is um, praise from Yunmen who was bearing in his, in, uh, praising any of his students. So that's, that's his, um, this um, Tozan's background of awakening. And then there's a few, a few um, brief examples of his teaching. After taking up residence as a teacher, Shouchu addressed the monk, saying, language doesn't help matters. Speech does not bring forth the truth. Those burdened by language are lost. Those held up by words are deluded. Do you understand? You patch-robe monks should be clear about it. If you come here, you must start using the Dharma I. That's E-Y-E. It's just like I say, but I've erred about one thing. What error is there in the words I've spoken? <laughs> so he's quite mischievous here and giving this teaching and then saying he's, he's erred here, but not saying how. And so he's hitting the ball back into the court of those listeners. listeners. Don't get caught up in the words. See through the words to the truth. Find out for yourselves. Don't, don't rely on me. A monk asked, What is it when one takes the distant journey? Shou Chu said, 
If the weather is clear, you can't go. Wait until the rain soaks your head. So seemingly turning his answer upside down. Wait until the rain soaks your head. He'd probably had much experience of, of his, the rain soaking his head as he um, went on pilgrimage himself. Similarly, a monk asked, what did all the ancient holy ones do? Shochu said, enter the mud, enter the water. And then another one, which is the basis of our koan today. A monk asked, what is Buddha? Shochu said, three pounds of flax. I'll get to that in a moment. Another monk asks, what is the meaning of the phrase, the 10,000 conditions cease? Shoju said, inside the pot, the stone person sells date fruit balls. <laughs> Seems to be trying to bring us, bring us the questioner down to earth. All this, this lofty such talk of 10,000 conditions seating, ceasing. Last one. What is Shochu's sword? Why? The student wants to know. Shochu said, wrong. Why? Why was this question wrong? We don't have any any account of of um, Shochu's Dongshan Shochu's passing away just the year 1990, which would mean that he was about 80 when he died. So now we can, can turn to our case. It's probably one of the shortest cases in anywhere in any of the collections. A monk asked Tozan, Shucho. What is Buddha? Tozan said, three pounds of flax. First of all, this question, what is Buddha? It appears in many mondo as an, as an opening um, question. Quite, and it, it appears in quite a few koans, maybe four or five in the Mumon Khan. What does it mean? A Buddha, a Buddha is an enlightened one. So really what, what the Zen monks are asking about is what is enlightenment? And they're not meaning what is the, the explanation or the description of enlightenment, but what is it itself? What is the experience? here and now, not, not the explanation. What is Buddha? We might, might think of it in slightly different terms now, perhaps. 
What is, what is true freedom? What is, what is real peace and wisdom and compassion in a person? What is that? How do I, how do I realize it? And we have Tozan's response, three pounds of flax. In the, in the Japanese, this is just um, three syllables, masagen. And it's, it's um, masagen is taken up um, sometimes a little bit like, like mu, becomes everything. But it, it um, when you break it down, Mars flax sa three gin pound flax three pounds. What's what's this all about? This masagin. in his commentary on this, he says about this masagin, it is not a lukewarm philosophical statement such as the Buddha body, such as the Buddha body pervades the universe and manifests itself before all sentient beings, or every single thing is nothing but Buddha. If it remained only a philosophical statement like that, it could never be praised as an especially outstanding mondo in Zen circles. In this answer, we see the truth vividly working, penetrating through space and time, life and death, subject and object, and transcending all intellect and reasoning. If you cannot see it, you have not grasped the life and spirit of Master Tozan. life and spirit of Master Tozan in this, in this mass again. It's not, it's not uh, symbolic, it's not metaphorical, it's not conceptual, it's, it's anything but abstract. The thing itself we might, we might imagine that when he was asked this question, Tozan was perhaps pounding the flax to make it into fibers, or perhaps weighing it. But this isn't, it doesn't have to be something in front of him. He could also be be just having it come into his mind, a memory of, of three pounds of flax. We saw it before him. And in, in working on this koan, it's very important is the spirit of it. And, and, and demonstrating it using um, 
different, something different that, that captures the, the, the essence of this. Because it's not like uh, we take it literally that um, the Buddha is, is to be found in three pounds of flax, or certainly not found any more in three pounds of flax than anywhere else. So, not to attach in any way to um, the three pounds of flax. There's um, a saying, I'm not sure where this comes from, um, gold dust is precious, but if it gets in the eyes, it can cause blindness. If we, if we elevate this, this um, three pounds of flax to some kind of um, icon, then we're missing the point completely. And it won't, it'll get in our way, this three pounds of flax will get in our way, cause blindness. We might say, well, this, is, this, this answer comes about, up because everything is Buddha. Well, that's, that's an abstraction. Another way of understanding it, we could use, take, take the cue from the lines in affirming faith in mind. Uh, mind is mind because of things, as things are things because of mind. Is not um, Tozan on the one hand and, and the, the three pounds of flax outside of him, but rather the three pounds of flax is what it is because Tozan is who he is. This is the, the, uh, one of the many uh, radical discoveries of of um, physics is that um, nothing, not from a feminolo femin phenomenological point of view, and that's just a fancy way of saying in terms of how things actually happen, uh, nothing in the universe can exist separate from it, it, its being witnessed. Once there's a witness, that witness uh, changes what is being witnessed. Extraordinary when we, when we take in this truth. In a sense it means that we are an essential element in the universe. Never, never at the periphery, always at the center. Because everywhere is the center, as Nicholas of Cusa said. God is a circle whose center is everywhere and circumference is nowhere.
A little bit more from Shibuyama here. Just go on to the commentary. Old Tarzan attained the poor Zen of a clam. He opened the two halves of the shell and exposed the liver and intestines. But though this may be so, tell me, where do you see Tarzan? Always have to be careful with Mumon, um, uh, not take him at face value. Um, the poor Zen of a clam. Actually, his Zen is 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 really very rich. It's, it's a kind of this three pounds of flax is like a a doorway into things. This poor Zen of a clam. When when the clam opens, we can see everything. So Mumon is actually um, praising Tozan for for telling it all to to completely like the Buddha having an open fist with the teachings, hiding nothing, giving it giving it everything to this answer. Then he 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 provides us with another another hook. He says, but though this may be so, tell me, where do you see Tozan? And this is a kind of a, a goad or a trick because Tozan can't be separated from us again. One, one of the points of this koan is to demonstrate, well, how do we see Tozan in this moment? Where do you see Tozan? Then we have um, the verse. Three pounds of flax, it is thrust forth. The words are intimate, even more so is the mind. Whoever argues right and wrong is enslaved by right and wrong. This um, comment by Mumon, when he talks about being enslaved by right and wrong, you could you could say that he's he's behind this right and wrong, or all the other kinds of um, dualisms that we get get stuck on. Success and failure, birth and death, gain and loss, 
better and worse. Name, name your particular bugbear. It's, it's because of these, these black and white categories that we suffer often because we get, we get fix, fixed on them and then we tell ourselves that we can only be happy if we're successful or that we must avoid loss. These, these become these polarized fixations. And yet we're, we're taught again and again to release our picking and choosing. We have in the, the affirming faith in mind of the third, third ancestor of Zen, the great way is not difficult for those who do not pick and choose. Can we unhook ourselves from our preferences? Tozan's answer to what is Buddha, Masa again, three pounds of flax, embodies this, the, this way out of our picking and choosing, our clinging and our rejecting. Um, Guogu and his um, commentaries on these, this koan, he, he writes about this, this our unease, which, which is what um, brings us to ask such questions as what is Buddha? What is Buddha? In other words, what is it that is free within me, especially in moments of conflict? Ask, am I free? If you are bound by your behavioral habits and vexations, then you, should be, you could be ashamed. You could approach the issue by saying to yourself, this is not me. I got tricked again by my habit tendency, my pattern of behavior. Stop. That is what is free in that, what is... What is it that is free in that moment? If you can do this, you will not fall into the trap of yet another conceptualization, the practice that I call spiritual substitution. Aren't you substituting your freedom in each moment for bondage? What is Buddha must be examined amid suffering. When two people who once loved each other are now separating, when two people who, who though they hate each other, always tend to meet. When you dislike yourself, or when thoughts are in conflict, when you, even in your own mind. This case is one of those in-your-face confrontational ones. If you don't know what Buddha is, if you don't have the ability to tap into the source that really already gives you freedom 
In each moment, then three pounds of flax is as good as answer in any, as any. So he's he's getting down to the nitty gritty of what what this Buddha might look like beyond the form of the three pounds of flax. And when you you work on this koan. You need to go beyond, you need to see see what is the essence of this three pounds of, of flax. See beyond the form. How else could this be answered? What is Buddha? Shibayama gives a wonderful quote by a master called uh, Master Toin. Which really sums up um, the, the, the spirit of this koan. He writes, Just this three pounds of flax just this live three pounds, just this dead three pounds, just this adverse three pounds, just this favorable three pounds. Wherever you may go, it is the same amount. How vast is this three pounds? How remote is this three pounds? Even Buddhas and ancestors beat a retreat to say the nothing, to say nothing of devils. to be able to work with the adverse conditions, to not be intoxicated by favorable conditions, to experience failure and loss, to recognize and live with our mistakes, our omissions, commissions, To, to not be swayed, to be able to, to experience difficulties without being thrown by them, being able to listen to, con to um, criticism and hear it. In a, in a balanced kind of way. To know and recognize when we're picking and choosing and when we're engaged in other behaviors which are pain-producing. What is Buddha? Mas again, three pounds of flax. Three pounds of flax without any stories.
We'll stop here and recite the four vows. without number I The teaching you have received is offered freely. If you would like to make a donation to support the continuation of this podcast service or learn more about practice opportunities at the Auckland Zen Centre, please visit www.aucklandzen.org.nz